Welcome on into another edition of Spock Sports Show, podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. And every Monday night, Buck 92 at 7 p.m., always brought to you by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Here's my chat, Joe McDonald, Jackson Verlager, Coach Wheaton, Sacred Heart Academy. Joe McDonald, Jackson Verlager, along with Coach Wheaton. And another huge win Friday night over a longtime rival. Uh, Joe, I'm going to start with you. What, what stood out to you in that game versus Vesterberg Friday? Uh, it was homecoming, so obviously we were pretty excited. I mean, to finally have a homecoming game. I mean, freshman year, we played a five-on-five. It wasn't the best. Last year, it was raining, it was cold, and we lost. So to finally have a real homecoming game felt like pretty special. Yeah. What about you, Jackson? Oh, I think it was a fun game overall. We got off to a bit of a slow start, but made some good adjustments at halftime, and Ended up coming out on top, so it was a fun night overall. I guess, yeah, looking at the score, I wouldn't have guessed you guys were off to a slow start or anything like that. Uh, talk about your, your thoughts of the game, Coach Wheaton. Uh, yeah, Jack, had, <laughs> he hit it pretty pretty much on the head. We we got uh, – homecoming is a pretty cool time. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's really cool for the kids, and we have fun here at school, and we do a lot of cool things. Um, but it's, it's never – my experience with homecoming and high school football is that it's never – usually good for for football in terms of the home team um and and it wasn't and you know we had a bunch of distractions all week and the day of and literally 15 to 20 minutes before and all that so we didn't really get off to a great start um I think Vesterberg scored first in fact oh didn't they we scored we scored but they but they but they responded quickly like the very next possession and scored and uh and I was um I was a little bit upset about that. You know, I, we had been communicating with Vesterberg all week. That game almost didn't happen. So, um, yeah, it seemed they, they had were, bookend forfeits on, on right. the season. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had forfeited the week before because of um, lack of healthy bodies. And they had a couple of kids that were coming back um, early last week. So they thought they could do it, but they weren't sure. And we were in that position of, you know, we're we gonna have a game Friday or not? Do we go ahead and just tell them to call it, and then we'll go look for another opponent? You know, all that kind of thing. So um, they were gracious enough, actually, to to do everything they could to come. We appreciated all that. But I'll tell you, for for a team that was, you know, health wise supposed to be um, under the gun and um, undermanned, and that they came out and they they were they actually played pretty well. I thought and that that's they're a young team, and I thought that. Um, they played hard. They played harder than we expected them to play. Let's put it that way. And it kind of showed early on. But we um, we we got our um, our marbles, kind of, you know, and and uh, maybe think of we, Major League Two Wibbles. You know, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, but we we got it rolling. We got it going, and um, we ended up finishing strong. So, yeah. and now I want to ask you guys, Joe Jackson, Vesterberg's a team you guys are familiar with playing quite a bit, and you know. Not to hate on them, but I imagine, Joe, you know, in particular, you're great. I think about all the athletes you guys got. You guys have probably beaten up on them, but effort's always something you're going to get from a Vesterberg team, isn't it? Oh, yeah. They yeah. don't – they have no quit. Yep. Jackson, what about you? Yeah, it seems like basketball, football, whatever sport we play, they're always scrappy. They always, you know, come to play. Yep. So they never roll over to anybody, and we always get a good game out of them. Yep. And now – Halliday had a couple more short touchdowns. I led the team in tackles, and this is one of those I'm just going to keep cheesing on him all year. And I think par- par- partially because you know he's one of those guys you felt bad for last year wasn't able wasn't able to finish the season. But Joe, what, what's it like being on the field with Aiden Halliday? Oh, it's it's something else. He's always talking. 
He's always making a good play. Um, he can get fiery sometimes, but <laughs> and that's just his personality. But no, it's it's amazing. It's a lot better than last year. Jackson, yeah, you can you definitely feel his presence when he's out there. You know, as soon as he comes out, you can feel that you know defense might be a little weaker for a couple plays, and he helps us a lot when he's out there. So. And now both you guys, you know, run the ball, play on offense, touch the ball quite a bit. When you're in practice, you, you know, what's, what's it like when he's squaring you down to tackle you? It's, he definitely makes us all a lot better. Um, you know, we don't see it as that sometimes. You know, when we bang hands with him, it doesn't seem like it's helping us much. But <laughs> yeah. in the end, he definitely helps us out a lot. Joe? Yeah, no, I don't got to line up against him very much. <laughs> but I could tell it would not be fun. Because yeah. when he's on scout D and we're running offense, he blows almost everything we have. And like I said, that, that that makes you guys better. Was it iron sharpens iron, coach? That's right. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. And now we've talked about the group of guys that you got a lot, coach. And this kind of a question maybe here just for you right now. Um, last couple of weeks, you, you've had some big monster wins. Has there been a moment where you've been able to kind of like sit back and cherish it at, at all? Uh, no. <laughs> um, just no, not at all. Because we know um, we know what kind of team we have. We have a special team and we have an opportunity at a special season and um, uh, resting and doing all those kinds of things. That's, uh, the devil's brew right there. And we, we, like, we have conversations almost on a daily basis about focus and about, um, keeping our eyes and being myopic, um, and not letting any of the outside stuff bother us. We don't care about rankings. We don't care about points. We don't care about any of that stuff because the, that all that stuff is going to come out anyway. That's my job. Yeah. But we, right. <laughs> but, but we still have a game, you know, that we have to play. So, um, so we just have to stay focused, and right now uh, these guys have put themselves in a really good position to do some nice things. Um, we have a we have a chance to do some things here uh, in our football program that hasn't been that haven't been done in a long time, and um, and these guys um, they're hungry and they want that, and um, they practice like it every day, and they respond um, to adversity like that um, every day. So so um, no, we're we're really not kind of sitting back and, 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 you know, and smelling the, the roses or whatever it is right now because it's just, I mean, we're, all we are really is just 5-0. and oh. I mean, that's all we are. And it, we haven't won anything yet. We haven't, uh, we haven't uh, reached some of those goals and some of those aspirations that these guys um, all have as a group um, and started at the beginning of the season yet. So, so no, not yet. Right. Joe, was there something particular that stood out to you from the game this past Friday night? One play maybe, something you think of, ooh, that was fun. Yeah, it was um, right towards the uh, end of the first quarter. The first time they scored, uh, they ran the ball. He broke a couple tackles, and I think it was kind of an eye-opener saying, hey, they, ha they aren't going to quit. We just got to get our stuff together and go beat them like we know we can. Yep. What about you, Jackson? Was there a moment that stuck out to you, or was it that when they got on the board there with that run? Yeah, that was definitely a bit of an eye-opener. We were, as a group, kind of expecting it to be an easier game, and they came out and put some points up early, and we weren't ready for it, and – I think it definitely woke us up, and we were ready to go after that. And what's that? How does that make you feel? I'm expecting one of those guys, maybe Joe, to talk about one of his touchdowns or something like that. But, no, they talk about when, when Vesterberg got on the board. How does that make you feel as a coach to hear those answers? Yeah, well, I mean, these are um, some pretty intelligent kids, you know. So um, you're not going to get your um, – typically get your canned, you know, uh, kind of boring answer usually from them. But, um, but no, it, it's interesting to me, too, because when you ask Joe – you know, those that have followed us or know anything about Sacred Heart football, Joe last year um, he started the season as a tailback. He was he was our kind of our go-to guy for a little bit, 
And then about halfway through the season, we moved him out of that position and put him at, out there as a receiver. And he has not carried a football as a tailback since until last week. And uh, we were short a player at the time. We had somebody out, a tailback out. So I threw Joe in there, and I said, Joe, go run a, you know, go run a 32. And um, he got the ball and ran. How, how long was it? 49. 49 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> so the first time he touched the ball as a tailback since the middle of last season, since he moved away from that position, he touches it and goes 50 yards for a touchdown. So that was pretty cool. I thought he would have talked about that one, but yeah, well, I don't know. But when you got an athlete like him on the outside, you move him from running back to, to the wide receiver spot, then I feel like when you see that single coverage out there and you got a quarterback like Jason Bogue, I imagine you start drooling a little bit when you just see that one, one guy there or whatever oh, yeah. when a pass play is called. And, Jackson, uh, defensively, you've really stood out. Even last year, I remember, you know, you made some big plays. As, 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 you're a sophomore, correct? No, junior. Junior, all right. Yeah, some yeah. big plays last year as a sophomore, I guess I'll say. I want to go back to the game Friday night. Was your one? I'm going to try and make you call out a play here that you guys had. Was there a play that stood out to you defensively, maybe a big hit for somebody? Um, it was, I think, I want to say it was the second quarter. We, it was kind of the time when momentum started to switch in our favor. We start, started to take control. And we had a couple nice hits, and then one play on that drive, Brady Hoovey got through the defensive line, and he hit their running back solid. And it, <laughs> it was, was loud. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was woke up the whole sideline, and we were fired up after that. All right, now, yeah, what gets you fired up more, a big hit or a big play on offense? I think that. Uh, and let me I specify: mean, we, want every, we don't want anybody to get hurt. We want everything to be clean. Right, but right. People rarely get hurt when you do have those good, clean, loud hits like yeah. that. Yeah, I think for me personally, I like defense. I like playing defense a lot, so I think get a big hit on defense fires me up more. Um, I think as the team, I think we all get pumped up when a big hit like that happens. So, yeah. What about you, Joe? There's something about a play on offense that goes for like 70 yards yeah, yeah, for me. Yep. It just gets me really excited. Yeah, and like in a big game, scores all matter a ton. So stuff like that. Coach, what about you? Well, I mean, uh, I, we always talk about explosive plays. Uh, you can have them on both offense and defense. So with me, it's you know, it's it's the one that puts us in a better position. Meaning, like it shifts the mood and it shifts the attitude and it shifts the the paradigm, you know, like of, of, of the game, you know, there's always a sort of a, a mood, a feeling about the way a game's going, and then all of a sudden there's an explosive play of, by us, hopefully, that um, changes that a little bit, and those are the ones that I like the best, so. Yeah. I like how you guys have the different answers, because you think of basketball, you know, you think of a dunk pumps up the crowd, but sometimes that block, you know, when that block is at a special block or at a big moment, it can, it can just have the same kind of effect, and now, Time for a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, more with Jackson Verlegger, Coach Wheaton, Joe McDonald, talking their big win and talking about what is coming up next. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. 
to Spock Sports Show, podcasting wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by those Barberry Law Firms. Let's get back into my convo. Cigarette Academy football. You guys got to come back early on Thursday. This is where your schedule really starts to change. And Jackson, Joe, for, for you guys, is that something you've even thought about? Or is it let's just roll out the ball and play? I think, you know, I can't speak on behalf of anyone else. But personally, the spot that we're in right now is where I expected to be at this point in the year. And we all know that the second half of our schedule is much tougher than the first half. So it's going to take everyone to keep it going and be as successful the second half as we were the first half. But I think we're fully capable of doing that. Joe? Yeah, same thing. I'm right where we expected to be. But I know the schedule is getting harder. But the focus shouldn't really change. You still always be locked in no matter the opponent. Right, Coach. Hey, you're teaching these guys well, my man. Yeah, I mean, they, they understand. They get it. Um, you know, we kind of knew going in. You know, we, we see these these other teams, we see these kids in five-on-fives and places like that. We know what they have, and we know what we have, and we knew what our season was going to look like schedule-wise going in, and um, we knew we were going to have a few tough teams in the first half, and then the second half of it was going to be a little bit um, a little bit tougher in terms of um, the types of teams, you know, the traditional powers and the teams that win a lot and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, I, I – to these guys yesterday, you know, three of the next four opponents that we have have a combined three losses, um, and all of them are looking to try to win our conference, um, and all of them are looking to try to beat us to do it. So um, it's going to be tough. And the only one, one team that doesn't um, have that kind of a record is Weberville, and we played them last year, and they got a bunch of those kids returning. Um, they may not have a very good record, but I'll tell you what, they're, they're physical, and they have three, four, five kids that – that come to lay the wood, and uh, and so these next four weeks are not going to be. Um, there's going to be a tough stretch, especially playing three Thursdays in a row, and and so on, and it's going to be tough. So yeah. and uh, the the Fulton game last year, I know, was one of those. It was a goofy game early in the year. It was super hot out. I believe there was some cramping issues for you guys. What do you guys, Jackson, Joe, remember about the Fulton game last year? I remember the uh, the first half took way too long. There must have been <laughs> something wrong with the clock, but. <laughs> That felt like an entire game, but it was that one was kind of a heartbreaker because we were right there at the end, lost it, and it was just a bad game in general. Yeah, still it, by the look on your face, it still has a bad taste in your mouth, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it does. Jackson, what about you? Yeah, I didn't make the trip to Fulton last year. I wasn't up on varsity at that point, but I remember hearing just hearing everyone talk about how uh, there was cramping issues and it was really hot out and we had a lack of depth that night and that really came back to bite us in the end. So, you know, coach, is this a game? And like I said, I was talking with coach Mack and so, you know, the way these guys have talked, you're not letting them circle any games on the few, you know, in the future or anything. But when you saw them the middle of the year, you knew this was going to be a big one as soon as you saw the schedule, didn't you? Yeah, we knew it was going to be a big one, but we also know that, that they're, they're a different team this year than they were last year. I mean, last year, um, they were very athletic, um, and they had one kid especially that was, you know, probably yeah, at the time he's probably the best athlete on the field. And um, and this year it's like a completely different type of team. It's like big and physical and, you know, they're going to pound it and they're going to come at you and they're going to do those kinds of things. So we're, I mean, I, I remember that game last year and, and being disappointed in, in that, um, that we just didn't have all of our guys on the field in the end. And I felt like if we had all those guys in the end, that it could have been different. We had a we had a lead late in the third. You know, we had a th- late third quarter lead in that game, and ended up losing. And um, and it was tough because you know we had a couple of our 
biggest players, you know, on the sideline with cramping issues. And, um, you know, I don't know if you remember that day. It was 90 degrees and 100% humid. I mean, it's hot. Well, it was the first week, correct? It was. Uh, it was week, week one. Or it was, was like week two. two. Right, yeah, right. it was early in the season, like the first couple of weeks of the season. And, and they, it was extremely hot and warm. Yeah. And uh, When I had the Beale City-Ravana game last year, you know, Ravana was up 20 to zero. They started cramping like crazy, mm-hmm. and Beale City ultimately came back to win that game. Something, not the opposite of that for you guys, but you, you seems like all of you guys feel like you probably would have been able to hang on to win if those issues didn't come up. Maybe it's a little bit cooler out even, you could say. Yeah, I mean, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? But um, but. I don't anticipate any cramping issues Thursday. Yep. So, um, you know, we have not had that problem this year, and we've played in a couple of warm games. So, um, you know, our condi- I think our conditioning's a little better, a little different, you know, and that's kind of on us as coaches and so on. But, um, but no, I, 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 I expect us to have all of our guys and, um, at 100%, and even those guys that had a few nagging things going on earlier in the season, those things are gone. And uh, – and we're about as healthy as we can be right now and ready to roll. So, ready for the second half. So, Now, Jackson, what other sports do you play here at Sacred Heart? Baseball. Baseball. What's, yep. what's your favorite football or baseball? Football, definitely. It was kind of alternates between, but after this year, definitely football. Right. And now, Joe, what, I, I kind of know the answer for you, but what all sports do you play here? Uh, football, basketball, and baseball. And which one's your favorite? I don't think Wheaton's going to like this, but I like baseball. Hey, yeah. I, I, I think Wheaton's <laughs> going to say he loves did it he, for a multi-sport did athlete. Did he actually think I didn't know that? I mean, <laughs> oh, you knew that. So, yeah. so, well, so but, you got to like it. No, I don't, I don't care. Well, you, you, as long as he's coming out for football, come, you, you yeah, like that he's just, going out for all three sports. I think you'd testify to that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's the coolest thing about high school sports is that you can like everything you do. You don't have to, you know, you know, you don't have to, um, you don't have to do things, you know, that the coolest thing is that you don't have to do things you don't want to do. Joe plays three sports and he likes all three of them. And, um, I'm sure he gets tired of all of them at some point. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, we always all did. And, and, you know, Joe's got a, Joe's got a pretty good future in baseball. So I can see why, why he chose that. But, um, but no, Joe is a extremely important player on our football team and, um, and you know, the speed and athleticism and those kinds of things. And we're glad he's around, and we're glad that he chooses to play all three. <laughs> and now, Jackson, for you, uh, think about high school without sports, period. What would that be like for you? That would be very different. You know, for, through sports, we've I've grown so many friendships and built relationships with so many people that I may have known otherwise, but I wouldn't be as close to them without sports. So it's definitely done me a big favor, and it's built skills like discipline, leadership. I've grown a lot personally uh, through sports, and – It'd be a whole different world without him. Joe, if uh, high school, no sports, what would that be like for you? I don't know what that would be like, but I don't, I don't like to think about it. <laughs> kind of the same thing as Jackson, just a lot of the friendships and the ability to grow in different areas is pretty special. Yep. And, Josh, you know, going back to your high school days, did you play three sports all, all seasons? I played uh, three sports until I was a sophomore. All right. And then, um, then it was two. What would your high school have been like without any sports? Um, it would have been tough. I mean, that like – it wasn't any different way back then than it is now. I mean, you know, most of the big friendships that you build are through those things. I mean, you'd still have friends if you had school without sports, but it just wouldn't be the same, you know. And, you know, I I, I don't know if I'd – it's a tough question to answer because, like, the only thing that I did since I was, like, old enough to remember anything and walk, you know, was, like, play sports. And I'm sure these guys were the same way. So um, anything without sports would just really be kind of dull. You know, it just would be – I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, yeah. Joe, Coach Wheaton, thank you guys so much for joining me in. 
We'll be with you guys Thursday, and we're with you guys for the rest of the regular season. So make sure you join us on Buck 92, the Spock Sports Facebook page, and the Buck 92 Facebook page. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Another big, big thank you to those three. Take some time to chat with me again this Thursday. Huge game, Sagrard Academy taking on Fulton. Sagrard's going to be 5-0. Fulton's going to be 4-1. Could go a long way in deciding that conference championship for Sacred Heart Academy. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Spock Sports Show. Be back with more soon, and you can get Spock Sports Show every Monday night at Buck 92 at 7 p.m. Or find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts or head to MyMichiganPodcast.com. And we are always presented by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally.